Eagles Entertainment. Hello, Eagles everywhere, and welcome to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Insider Dave Spadaro at the NovaCare Complex early on a Monday morning following the Eagles' 25-20 win on the road in San Francisco. The Eagles' first win of the 2020 season and a win that puts the Eagles in first place in the NFC East at the quarter pole. More on that later. How did it happen against the defending NFC champion 49ers? Well, the Eagles defense stepping up with three takeaways after recording exactly zero in the first three games. None of them larger than the one produced back-to-back defensive possessions. First up, Craven LeBlanc on a blitz reaches quarterback Nick Mullins. Here's the call from Merrill Reese and Mike Quick. Here comes the rush. Mullins stepped up. He's hit. The ball comes loose. Eagles are on it. Is it a fumble or did he have the hand forward? We'll see. Malik Jackson comes up with the football. That's Cravon LeBlanc who gets in and gets the football out. Malik Jackson comes over and what a perfect time to be disruptive and turn the football over for this offense. The Eagles turned that takeaway into this play. 42 yards, Carson Wentz to wide receiver Travis Fulham. More on him later. Here's the call from Marilyn Mike. It is second down at 18. Wentz back again. He steps up. He is floating it, and it is caught by Fulgham, who's in for a touchdown, I believe. Yes, Travis Fulgham, of all people. <laughs> Travis Fulgham, get to know him. He just caught a touchdown, a 42-yard touchdown from Wentz. And then the next time the Eagles stepped on the field defensively, it was linebacker Alex Singleton's turn to be a hero. In his pattern, first and 10, San Francisco at the 25. Back goes Mullen. He pumps. It's intercepted. It's intercepted. Down the far sideline and in for an Eagles touchdown. It is Singleton. Alex Singleton intercepts it, and the Eagles break it open. The Eagles held on at the end to win the game and obviously fly back to Philadelphia in great spirits. And it was a total team victory, no doubt about it. The Eagles with so many injuries, starting Jordan Mailata at left tackle, his first start of his NFL career. We'll hear from him in just a bit. Carson Wentz playing good, solid football. Threw an early interception on a tipped pass. He was under pressure, but he completed 18 of 28 passes, 193 yards, the touchdown to Fulham. And he also ran very effectively, as we thought he would. Seven carries, 37 yards, and an 11-yard touchdown. The Eagles recording five quarterback sacks, including four from the defensive line. Shout out to Derek Barnett and Javon Hargrave and Jannard Avery and everybody up front, Brandon Graham. Lots and lots of pressure on the 49ers in the backfield. The Eagles did a good job stopping the run, and they did an excellent job putting pressure on quarterback Nick Mullins. Not so well against C.J. Beathard, but the Eagles holding on at the very end. All right, let's get into the post-game reaction, and then we'll hear from Merrill and Mike and their analysis. We'll begin with some of the heroes of the game, Travis Fulham, a sixth-round draft pick by the Detroit Lions in 2019. The Eagles did not enter the roster until August 20th, and all of a sudden, here he is, 
a star in prime time. Here is Fulham meeting the media after the game. Hey, Travis, thanks for taking the time. We'll get started here with Ed Benkin and then Mike Kay. Hi, Travis. Uh, Carson said that was a play you guys hit on in practice. Uh, uh, how, I don't want to say surprised, but to, to have that moment in that situation, uh, you get a chance to, to kind of seize the moment a little bit and reflect on how you got to this point? Uh, absolutely. It's, it's definitely been a, a long year for me, long off season, but uh, I came here to Philly and um, they definitely gave me an opportunity. Working with Carson has been great. Um, like he said, in practice, we hit on it. It was a perfect throw then and then in the game. He doubled back with that and uh, gave me a perfect throw and uh, made it easy for me. Thank you. Mike and then Ed Kratz. Travis, like you said, it's been a kind of a wild year for you going from Detroit to Green Bay to here. What was the experience in the – how much did the, did the experience of the practice squad kind of help you coming into this game, knowing what to expect, and also having that experience with Detroit that you did have? Well, with practice squad, you know, I'm going against some of the best corners in the game. Um, they really got me ready, and uh, <laughs> they really got me ready for this moment. Um, and I owed all, owed all of the guys um, out on the field. They all had confidence in me, and that means a lot. Ed and then Ruben Frank. Hey, Travis, I, I think your first career catch was a 15-yarder in the first half. Um, just getting that first catch out of the way, how important was that to kind of maybe set up that 42-yard touchdown reception? Absolutely. It was a big moment for me, first catch. Um, I think it just gave Carson the trust in me to uh, come back the second time and give me a chance to score that touchdown. Ruben and then Nick Fierro. Can you just kind of run us through that play, through the touchdown from, from the start uh, until you scored, till you got to the sideline, and just kind of was, what was going through your head through the whole play? Well, after we broke the huddle, Carson said, get ready. So I knew it was a good shot. He was going to throw the ball to me. So came off the line, kind of beat the corner, just do what I do every day in practice. And um, we just executed. And um, at first, I actually lost the ball, but since Carson gave me a great throw, um, I was able to locate it, and it was right in the breadbasket, so we came with the touchdown. We have time for two more, so we'll go Nick and then Daniel. Um, Travis, more on that play. Uh, when Carson was talking about it, he said you were only repped at one time, you know, in practice all week. You, you hit on it, but you only repped at one time. How unusual is it, you know, to, to go to a play like that with the game on the line? And have you ever been, you know, had experience doing something like that before, you know, college level, high school level? I mean, for me, that's a regular play. The ball's in the air, see ball, go get it. But um, me and Carson, I mean, the first play we did in practice, it was perfect. So we just had to uh, do the same thing again. Go ahead, Daniel. Carson had a lot of success down the stretch last year with kind of, you know, guys coming up from the practice squad a lot and moving parts. You know, you're a guy that came in, made a big play. What does Carson do, you know, to build that chemistry, you know, with guys like you to be able to do this right away? Well, throughout practice, we're getting extra work. After practice, we're next to work. And, you know, he just had the confidence in us. And, you know, with that, we're, we're, we're able to just play our game, not worry about other things, you know, just trusting our quarterback. In just a bit, we'll hear what Mike Quick has to say about Fulham as he breaks him down as a talent. And how about Alex Singleton, who has been on the active roster all year in 2020, a lot last year on the practice squad. He replaced middle linebacker T.J. Edwards, who left the game with a hamstring injury. 
and he was in the right place at the right time, and he made the play that counted to put the Eagles up 25-14. to Here is Singleton with the press following the victory. Hey, Alex, uh, congratulations on, on the, uh, the play. Can you just run us through that play and, and just kind of what your reaction was when TJ got hurt and, and you went in? You haven't played a lot of de- defensive snaps since you've been here. Uh, yeah, uh, the play, you know, obviously, you know, he kind of threw the ball right to me. So uh, my heart kind of skipped a beat and then uh, just caught it and went with it, uh, you know, and uh, knew I had to get in the end zone. We talk about it all week, you know, to score on defense. So it was the only thing going through my mind. And then, uh, yeah, when uh, TJ went down, which is a huge loss, you know, that that's our mic. You know, TJ is a great football player. But, uh, you know, like Coach always talks about, uh, next man up and you don't want to be the weak link. You want to, you know, be the strong link. So to be able to go out there and uh, – you know, be able to do my job as, you know, the most important thing for this team. And, you know, that's what hopefully I did. Ed and then Les. So this was a defense, Alex, that didn't have any forced turnovers coming in. Um, so it must feel pretty, you know, pretty good, I guess, to get that ball rolling uh, in that direction. Yeah, uh, we've emphasized it, you know, the last couple of weeks. And obviously the ball wasn't going our way. And, uh, you know, to be able to, you know, have that happen with Rodney and then the, you know, the sack and then obviously my interception, you know, uh, it's something we've been talking about for weeks and we finally, you know, it all clicked and, you know, our defense, you know, kept playing the way we did and then finally got some turnovers to go our way. Les and then Nick. Alex, it looked like uh, you guys had things pretty well in hand except for Kittle. You didn't seem to have a great answer for him all night, but what was it like to, this is the first time you've you really, uh, held a team under 23 and, and made the big plays. What, what does this do for the defense going forward? You know, it, it's just going to, you know, a stepping stone. You know, you got to get one. You know, it's hard to get that first one. It's hard to get a win in this league. So to be able to, you know, put it on our defensive shoulders and, you know, kind of just push through it. You know, the, the last few weeks, you know, we were a stop or two away from being able to be there. Uh, and so to be able to do that tonight as a defense was huge. And, you know, now, yeah, and, you know, Kittle, you know, he's a great player. Uh you gotta you gotta do things to be able to stop them. Uh, we're like you know to be able to hold them under you know our at twenty is huge. So uh, our offense scored enough points and you know so we won. Time for a couple more. So we'll go Nick, EJ, and then Daniel. Now, Alex, you mentioned uh, your heart skipped a beat. The ball was thrown right to you. But you know, watching you in training camp, it seemed like you were around the ball all the time when you did play on, with the defense. You kind of look at this as kind of a uh, a payoff or a reward for for, you know, having such a, you know, being such a great practice player? Uh, you know, it's been it's been a long time, you know, to obviously get to the point where I get any defensive snaps. Uh, you know, uh, first time in the league was, you know, six years ago. So to be able to finally, you know, have that come, you know, to be able to make a play for this team is, you know, what you do it for. Uh, you know, as much as, you know, I enjoy it for myself, I'm happy this team won because that's, you know, if we don't win at the end, uh, you know, you're sick to your stomach whether or not you scored or not. So, it's huge, you know, to get this win for the team and, you know, to be able to be part of it. Hey, Alex, how big was um, the pressure from the defensive line, in, uh, as, especially as the game wore on? It's huge. You know, our, our D-line, uh, you know, they're fun to play with. Uh, as you guys know, you know, it's a lot of hungry guys. They're rotating and they're making plays all the time. Uh, and, you know, I think today just paid off for everything they've been doing. You know, to be able to stop the run against that team who runs the ball, who, you know, tells you they're going to run the ball and to be able to stop it and, you know, let them be able to rush and go do their thing. Uh, that's what makes this team special is, uh, is RD line, in my opinion. So to see the way they played tonight was pretty awesome. Last question here with Daniel. 
Hey, Alex, uh, when you finally get into the end zone uh, after the touchdown, what's the, the first thing that goes through through your mind, um, you know, to kind of have that moment in that spot? What are you thinking about? It was <laughs> real quiet stadium. <laughs> uh, it was it was an interesting feeling. You know, I haven't scored a touchdown since my junior year of college. So, you know, it, it was really cool. It's exciting, you know, just to be part of it. And uh, obviously Sunday night, you got to go find the uh, – the fan cam in the corner. So, uh, you know, we talk about that, you know, as a defense, if you score where we're going to go. So it was pretty exciting to be able to do that. Thanks, Alex. How about Carson Wentz, who has been under some enormous pressure in recent weeks, but on Sunday night, he stood tall with a lot of pressure in his face and a lot of pressure coming from the outside. The best of Carson Wentz meeting the media after the Eagles recorded their first victory of the season. Coach had a great play call on the fourth down um, to get John open. John did a good job of creating separation, and that was a huge play for us um, to, to keep that drive going. And then um, just a couple plays later, the the go ball to Travis. Um, obviously, a limited amount of time on, on task working with Travis, but uh, that's something that he can do and do well, and he tracks the ball well. And, um, you know, we broke the huddle, and I told him to be ready on that one. And, uh, you know, we, we made a play, and um, – Pretty impressive how he not only caught the ball but kept his feet in to, to get in the end zone. But um, that was just a huge night for us to, to rally around a, a bunch of different guys, new faces out there making plays. You know, I think as far as the game plan went, um, you know, we kind of just did what we did, you know, and, and had a game plan ready to go for that style of defense and um, expected guys to step up and make the plays uh, when asked to. And um, that's what we did, you know. And for me, as far as my preparation, and, you know, I didn't overthink anything. It was, you know, guys are there and they're going to make the play and trust them. And, um, you know, guys did a good job all week of, of coming together and building this thing together. And um, obviously tonight, it was just a huge team win. Everybody all around, offense, defense, special teams, making plays uh, when they needed to. I mean, I don't go into a game thinking, you know, it's time to scramble or anything. Um, pocket sometimes breaks down. They, you know, they do a good job in coverage. So, you know, sometimes they cover us up and um, got to make a play. And so that's something really the last two weeks that um, – you know, I'm feeling good. Guys are guys are doing a good job holding their blocks up front. So when we can extend plays like you saw tonight, um, there's some big plays to be had down the field uh, when, when the things do break down like that. You can't really make it up, um, the injuries and the, the situations that we've been put in. Um, but, you know, that's the hand we're dealt. You know, that's the hand we're dealt. And guys have, have been ready. They've been working their tail off for, for their moment when it comes. And um, you saw tonight a bunch of guys making plays that – uh, maybe we're on practice squad last week or different things. And, and you know, obviously the O-line, uh, a lot of young guys that have been filling in and stepping up and, and doing an amazing job. And so um, really, you know, hats off to the coaches for getting these guys ready. But, you know, hats off to these guys for staying ready um, and, and being locked in the way they were uh, for tonight. Yeah, I mean, you got to be patient anytime you're going up against a good defense like that. But not only a good defense, but the way they play. You know, they're going to play discipline. They're going to make you, you know, move the ball underneath, underneath, and, and just really earn it. Um, they're not going to give up many big plays. And um, we knew that coming into the game. We knew that, and, and we built the game plan around that. And like you said, obviously the, the mistakes and, you know, little things can, can add up in those certain drives. But um, guys made enough plays to get the win tonight, and I'm proud of them. Jordan Mailata stepping in at left tackle when the Eagles put Jason Peters on injured reserve for the Aussie, his first NFL start. A solid one. Here is Jordan Mailata's question and answer with the Philadelphia Press. Uh, I gotta give first of all, I gotta give uh, a special thanks to uh, Joe Osman this week. Joe really, uh, uh, really worked me uh, at, at, during, during all the reps this week, uh, and I feel like he prepared me for this game. Um, 
even when I didn't know I was starting, uh, I, I, he worked worked me, made sure that I was getting a good look, made sure I was getting off off the ball, getting on uh, the snap cadence as well. So yeah, hats off to Joey Osman, smoking Joe. Um, of course, first game starting, I uh, had a little bit of jitters, but uh, once that first drive was over, it was gone. Felt like I was at home, and uh, yeah, it was it was great to get this dub. I mean, like I was saying earlier. Um, <clears throat> I really just prepare like I am starting, uh, just in case. We're a big next man up mentality team. So, uh, you know, it, you never know what could happen in this game of football. It's the one thing I've learned the last three years being here. Um, and, and how I found out, it's kind of just a feeling. I uh, walked in and on Saturday morning and everyone was like, yeah, you're up. So that was pretty much it. And I was like, cool, let's do it. Man, I, I'm not trying to fill anyone's boots. I'm trying to make my own boots, you know. That's the one thing I came here to do, try to put some respect on my name and, 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 and tell people that I ain't a rugby player anymore. I'm a footballer. So that's one thing for me. And I'm glad I have guys like JP and, and Lane Johnson who coach me up on the sideline, who coach me up every day at practice and, and make me a better player and person. So my hat's off to them. Even in the secondary, defensively, the Eagles had to make some changes. Jalen Mills moving from safety back to cornerback where he played for four seasons. The Eagles inserting rookie Kayvon Wallace at the safety spot. Here's Mills talking about an outstanding defensive effort. Um, one of the messages um, that was, was said um, last night um, was give everything you got. You know what I'm saying? After this game, we want to be dog tired. You know, um, uh, you at, when we get back in this locker room, it should be a deep exhale from each and every person on that defense because we know if we give everything we got, every single person, we're going to come out with this win. He was a guy actually, and um, I mean, you can ask anybody on the team, he was a guy that I actually used to brag on on the sideline. Um, but once, once he got in during camp, I literally never seen him drop a ball. And I used to always walk up and down the sideline every time he would catch a ball, and I would say, like, I've never seen this dude drop a ball at practice. Like, I know once he gets this opportunity, he's going to make the most of it and, you know, Today was his day, Sunday night football, you know, no bigger stage. It kind of seems like, you know, my four years here now going on five, it's kind of been the same kind of book, you know, that's been written each and every year. Somebody goes down and, you know, it's the next man up mentality, you know, and I think that's kind of been our identity of this team. And, you know, we've kind of embraced that. And, I mean, what, what no better way to have it than guys who, you know, are hungry and, and they're getting an opportunity and they're making the most of it and also helping us get a win, man. I think that's that's really, really big. That speaks on, you know, not only the characters that we got, you know, as players, but also the coaching staff and coaching those guys up and giving those guys a chance. Man, it's so big, man. I'm so happy for him, man. Um, that guy, he's he's had a long journey. And for him to to get that on, on a turnaround and, and get that interception and score, you know, that was so big for this team, man. I'm so happy for him. Do works extremely hard, you know, not only on special teams, but now, like I said, he got his opportunity on the field and he make the most of it. And I know that's not going to go unseen by the coaches. So for sure, I'm, I'm thinking he's going to get a little bit more extra playing time now. And I, I look forward to seeing him out there. And finally, from Levi's Stadium, Doug Peterson talking about what this win meant the first of 2020. Very good. Uh, he played He played very well. Um, you know, and he, he played he played inspired. He he led the football team tonight for the uh, for the win. I mean, and and quite frankly, I mean, it, yeah, it might not have been perfect, but but um, you know, he he gutted out several plays tonight. And um, my hats off to him for uh, you know for uh, uh, just just continuing to battle and continuing to, to stand in there and, and make some tough throws and some tough decisions. And uh, he did a he did a nice job. This was really a uh, 
more importantly, though, really a team team effort, team win tonight. Yeah, you know, in Travis's case, you know, he he's he's been flashing, you know, in practice, and obviously with the injuries there at the position, uh, been able to get him up and uh, get him get him some work, and you know, I think he's he's got a good good relationship with Carson on the football field, and um, you know, it's something that we can continue to build, you know, on his performance. I thought he I thought he played uh, played well. We'll look at the tape, obviously, on the on the ride home, but. Um, and then in Alex's case, this guy is he, he's kind of the unsung hero. I mean, this guy's a he's a four core special teams player. He, he he's a he's a backup role player on defense and he just battles. He comes to work every day. He's always in a great mood. He's excited. He's excitable. Guys, you know, guys rally around him and I was happy for him to get that, you know, pick six, you know, obviously the interception and then obviously end in the end zone. So uh just a, a great play by him. But um uh again, you know, uh two two guys that are well deserved. Well, you know, um, having played four games and, and uh, first place sounds really good, you know, right now. But we got a long season ahead of us. You know, only only the first quarter of the season is done, and you know we got a, we got a long road ahead. One game one game at a time mentality. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. These guys these guys don't quit. It's it's a man. It's a it's a resilient group. Uh, I'm so happy to be you know being able to coach and lead them. And um, it doesn't matter what the adversity is. What's you know what they're faced with. These guys seem to rally, rally around the, around each other. Uh, this is a tough, you know, this is a tough road game to come out here on the road. You know, traveling east coast to west coast, play on a Sunday night uh, is tough. It's tough on the guys, but they they seem to find a way. And um, my hats off to them, and excited for those guys in the locker room. All right, time now for some analysis. First, from the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, Merrill Reese. All right, Merrill. Uh, now, what a thr- I mean, a thriller, right? Like. Just when you least expect it, here come the Philadelphia Eagles. What are your thoughts on the game? I thought it was a tremendous game, and it showed a lot about character of the team. It goes all the way up to San Francisco. Everybody has them buried, and they play a totally aggressive game and beat a 49ers team that is one of the teams to beat in the NFC West. Merrill, uh, let's take it through some of the stars here that we did not expect. Travis Fulham, uh, your thoughts on him make, stepping up and making that big catch down the left sideline. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I, don't, I didn't know a whole lot about him. You didn't know a whole lot about him. Uh, but everybody in the NFL is a great player. Well, he's, the, the, the fact is he didn't make a routine catch. He made a great catch very close to the sideline. And I don't know how he stayed in bounds, but he showed great balance and slithered into the end zone. That was an amazing play. Merrill, your thoughts on Carson in this game? I thought Carson, uh, there were a couple of times when he held the ball too long. The one interception really wasn't on him. It was on a deflection. But he was gutsy. He was tough. You could feel the leadership. And he threw some tight passes and made some great plays. And he continues to do more with his legs in these last two games than he had done in a while. But I think that's good. I think that makes him the kind of threat that he was back in 2017. Yeah, I mean, it it is interesting watching him run. He's big enough to shrug off pass rushers, and he's fast enough to get up the field a little bit. I I really like that element in this offense. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. But he really threw the ball at times with great authority. I mean, he missed a couple that he should have made. But he also, I mean, the pass to Fulham was tremendous. He threw some really good balls early 
the great Ward. I mean, I thought it could. I, th- I thought that this was his best game of the year, and it was very encouraging. Was it as good as he is capable of being? I would say no. I think he could be better. I think he could be much better than this. But it showed that he is heading in the right direction. Merrill, the offensive line came in with a bunch of, again, injuries and changes, and Jordan Mailata, Eagles stayed balanced offensively. I, I, I just think this is the formula to win, kind of winning, even though it might not be that pretty. Well, I think that's a, I think that's a good call on your part because you, you, you can't go too wide open. You've got to play it tight to the best. You're going to have to win a lot of close games. The Eagles are without a lot of people. So they've got to be smart. And I thought that uh, Mylotta really did a pretty good job at left tackle. I mean, this is this is his third year. It's time for him to show that he really belongs as a starting player in the National Football League. And I think he took a good step forward in this game. Although he took an early step forward, that cost him um, a short yardage play where he went off sides. But that's going to happen. But basically, he did not look skittish. And then, Merrill, let's talk just in general about the defense. You know, Alex Singleton comes up and makes the big play. They get three takeaways. I mean, that's really good stuff, huh? That's great stuff. I I couldn't be happier for Alex Singleton. I mean, this year we don't get to see or know players. But I got to know Alex Singleton last year. And here's a kid who played in Canada who is just so happy and grateful to be playing in the National Football League. He comes to work every day with a smile on his face. He has passion every time he steps on the field. He's been a terrific special teamer, and I'm so happy to see him have the opportunity to step up and make a game-deciding play. Merrill, uh, the Eagles are in first place. Uh, What's your reaction to that? Well, they are in first place in what I sarcastically call the NFC Least instead of the NFC East, because it is a weak division. And first place could go back and forth ten times this season. But the important thing is, this team with this start could be a couple games out of it by this time. And instead, you have the Cowboys with three losses, you have the Giants with four, and Washington with three. So their chances are pretty good in this division. I think it's great. I think it's great. Merrill, normally we would, it, it, we're talking right now at about uh, 12, uh, 12.40 in the morning. We would normally be getting onto the bus leaving Levi's Stadium with a 7 a.m. arrival back in Philadelphia. The fact, I mean, we, we both miss being at the games, but I got to tell you, I'm going to enjoy hitting my bed around 3, 3.30 this morning <laughs> rather than 7, 7 o'clock, 7.30 in the morning. You know, I, I know you're right. But to be honest with you, I I would have loved the feeling in normal times to be out there with the team and getting on the buses with them and seeing their faces on the plane. And even though it would have been a, a long, tiring night, being with these guys and feeling their happiness after a win this critical at this point of the season. Yeah, I agree. Being, going out as a traveling party and winning a road game is a very special feeling. Merrill, thanks so much. Thank you, Dave. Always great to be on with you. And now Mike Quick, who breaks down the new number 13. I'm sure a lot of you looked out there and thought, is that Nelson Aguilar? Yeah, no, it's not.
Travis Fulham is his name. Big play on Sunday was his game. So tell me about this, a guy that we've never heard of. I mean, I bet you most Eagles fans were looking out there and going, is it Nelson Aguilar still number 13? <laughs> well, he didn't drop the baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, tell me about Travis Fulham. What, what did you know about him prior to tonight? So, well, just a, a couple of days ago, I started to look at him and understand that the, that there was a new receiver on the roster running around, and I didn't know who it was, and I just wanted to know. So I made a couple of phone calls and um, just started to find out who he was and um, just a little bit about him. Went to Detroit, uh, had a you know little stay in Detroit, went to Green Bay, released by Green Bay. Um, but I, I guess he never really got a chance to really show how well he can play, how talented he is, and hopefully um, he can express that talent here. At ODU, he had a pretty good career, and a collegiate career, so we'll see what he can do. What did you think of that play, Mike? That was a – I mean, they, they had repped the play once in practice, Carson and him. It was a great throw, but the catch, he was covered well. I mean, what, did, yes. what tell me, as a receiver, what did you see on that, on that play? Well, it's uh, really simple. And I like the way the, the kid explained it in his post-game interview. He said, he throw the ball, and as a receiver, you see the ball, you go get the ball. It's as simple as that, Dave, to me. Um, he got a good release. It wasn't a great release. Didn't do a whole lot at the line of scrimmage, but he stacked real well on the, the defender, kept him to the inside. The ball came right down the chimney, right in the perfect spot. It wasn't a clear catch. He bobbled the ball a little bit, but he held on to it. Probably the most um, most impressive part of the play is how well he was able to stay in bounds because he was right at the at the out of bounds line and he maintained his balance enough to stay in bounds till he got into the end zone. Yeah, it was a great play, Mike. What do you think of this victory? How important was it, Dave? It's really important, uh, and it's impressive that they're able to go on the road and get the win. But really important because. You know, in the first quarter of the season, you don't want to end this, the first quarter without a win at all. You got to win. You got to tie. So you, you have a chance still. If you don't get a win at all in the first quarter of the season, there's not much of a chance at all at getting into the postseason. As, you know, as poorly as the NFC East looks, um, it looks even worse if you don't have a win at all in the first quarter. Mike, there are a lot of statistics in the game of football that at the end of the day don't mean a whole lot, but the one that does seems to be more than anything is the turnover ratio. And the Eagles entered this game minus seven, worst in the NFL tonight. They were three to one. Is yep. how, how important is that number to you? That is so important. It's so, you know, if you look back at the Eagles, uh, the points that they've given up off of turnovers, huge factor in the reason why they're in the position that they're in. Look at tonight, tonight's win. Huge reason why they beat the 49ers is because they had a game plan to get to the quarterback, hit the quarterback in a lot of different ways, affect the throwing of the quarterback, and they were able to get turnovers because of that. Great win. I, I love the offensive philosophy. Just take what they give you, run the yep. football, offensive line hung tough. I thought it was a real character victory. I, I completely agree with you. I mean, this, this kind of shows who you are. You know, when your back's against the wall, and certainly you go out there and their backs are against the wall, they came up big. Uh, even last week, Dave, you know, they came back at the end of the half 
half last week. I think I think I think that showed a lot. They came back uh, at the end of the game to extend the game in the overtime. I think that shows a lot. When you start to stack things like that, it really starts to build the character of your football team. And finally, what'd you think about Carson and the way he hung in there tonight? I think he played his best game of the season. I think he was a better distributor of the ball. I think he made better decisions with the ball uh, in this in the passing game. And I think when he decided to run the ball, it was at the right times, and he was very effective when he ran the ball. This was clearly, to me, his best game so far this season. It's been a long time since the Eagles won a game. It sure does feel good. It does feel good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sleep well, and uh, let's go get him next week. All right, Dave. Thanks, Mike. The final score, Eagles 25, San Francisco 20, and the 1-2-1 one, one Eagles in first place in the NFC East at the quarter pole. A lot more football to get to, of course, in this 2020 season. But for now, after so many early season struggles, it sure does feel good to get a win and to be atop the NFC East. Thanks to Peter Kelly and Ray Doyle for their work here. And, of course, Trevor Hayes now chipping in. Thanks to him and Buffy Gorilla as well. Thanks to all of you for joining us here on the Eagles Insider Podcast. If you have a moment to give us a five-star review or any review, that would be great. Hey, feel good. Eagles in first place. Big win in primetime. It was a thriller from Levi's Stadium in San Francisco. I'm Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining me on the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Have yourselves a great Eagles day and fly, Eagles fly. E-A-G-L-E-S.